Let's get real. Who wants to have another surface level conversation? Not us. I'm Samantha. And I'm Christian. Two friends having raw but truth-filled conversations about the messiness of life. So buckle up and don't be shy. Because, yep, we're, we're going, going there. there. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, my <laughs> I can't goodness. Even start it. You know, we really were debating on how to start this episode, and Christian was so adamant that she do a big ho ho ho. Merry Christmas. I mean, does that not sound so good? It doesn't. That does sound so good. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. Hope you all are getting in the Christmas spirit. We are weeks away, and hope you guys are having fun. Let's just be honest. We currently are recording this in the Halloween season, spooky season, some may say. Yes. And we we are kind of, okay, we're sitting in my living room. I have my Halloween decorations up. We are like feeling the fall vibes today, finally. It's like 57 degrees outside. It's been so warm where we live. And so Christian and I, we're kind of excited to tackle this topic because it could be a little controversial, but honestly, Mm. about something that's not that but I will say I have gotten into like not heated, but kind of heated discussions oh, yeah. with other moms and other Christians and other friends about this topic. So what are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about what is the like appropriate level to celebrate holidays and to kind of like dive into holidays and kind of like all of the different types of ways that you can celebrate. Is that appropriate for Christians to do? And specifically, we're talking about Christmas, Santa Claus, Halloween, the Easter, the Easter Bunny, Bunny, and Tooth Fairy. Yeah. And so what does that look like? And how do we as like Christians and as parents steward our children well through like thinking about this wisely, but also like how do we ourselves conduct ourselves in like, is it appropriate to celebrate those things? Is it appropriate to have Santa Claus come to your house and to, I don't know, use the little snow stuff to show you're talking about on the shelf. No, oh. the like little snow <laughs> traps, you know. And we haven't done that yet, but all well, of that stuff. I think this is going to be fun because Christian and I come from like slightly different perspectives. And so we'll kind of talk about like, I think a lot of how you choose to celebrate these holidays and do them yourself with your kids is like how you grew up doing them. So Christian, how did your family like handle holidays like this? Yeah. So growing up, I am one of five children and we did a lot. I mean, my mom was like a stay at home mom, just super fun and intentional about a lot of different things. So every single holiday, I mean, starting from a young age, we got quarters from the tooth fairy and it was a big deal. Like we put it under our pillow. And honestly, that was probably the most like mystical thing. I really never understood that the tooth fairy was fake until probably like my fourth tooth or something. But the first couple of times I'm like, oh my gosh. And it was always just something like my older siblings would just like laugh at. And then Easter Bunny 2, you know, baskets would arrive and I got to experience that. Same thing with Christmas morning. But then I started to like pull out these little things over time. I never had the aha moment of realizing Santa wasn't real. Neither it was always I. just this like, like, I don't know, Same. like, lower understanding that it was like this is obviously my my parents parents. yeah and I just wasn't bummed about that though I was like okay cool I'm so glad we both had that because you know how most people like we can talk about this a little bit later but I we had on the bus they're like (gasps) when I was 11 years old or like my parents set me down and like told me I'm like I really don't remember having that like it just was this gradual like as I got older it like clearly clicked with me it was literally my mom's handwriting on the little tag it said Christian we should probably put a major spoiler alert on this to not listen to this if you have kids 
in the car. We could be ruining right now no, for people. seriously. Yes. We're going to put a spoiler. But holidays were fun. We got to dress up for Halloween. We were never like extremely spooky or like we could never be like really, I don't know, we could never be like a demon yeah. or something with blood dripping down our face. But we were like scarecrows yeah. or a baby or the good, like, a Christian puppy. The good trunk or treat yes. costume vibes. Yes. And if so you grew it was up so, as a Christian. Like, it was super fun though, but we did like tons of crafts and tons of games and we would go trick or treating. But it was always just this like kind of, again, like subdued message of like, this is pretend, this is fun. And we're going to do this because it's fun and it's like festive. So that's kind of like, but we did all of the things yeah. and it was really fun. But like even with Santa, Christmas morning, I would literally open up my present and I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's exactly what I wanted. And I'd be like, thanks mom and dad. Oh, really? Yeah, I would like whisper to them. Oh. And so it was like just kind of one of those things. Okay. That's different for me though, because to this day, my parents will still give like now even Justin Santa gifts. Mm-hmm. And it's like this thing that, you know, oh, like even when I was in high school and I would get a Santa gift. I would be like, oh, mom, I would say something referencing her getting it. And she'd be like, what are you talking about? That's from Santa. Well, like, they will, literally yes. always played along with it. Yes. Like, well, they never I will stopped. literally be like, thanks, mom and dad. And they'll be like, no, it was Santa. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. okay. I th- okay, yeah. But yeah, I, think I don't know fun. how that like got to that point. Because I have older siblings. I'm fourth in the birth order. So I don't know. Like, but it was just always this known thing of like, this is pretend. We do this because this is funny. Because even still to this day, as a 29-year-old, I go home and my mom and dad run around our yard to hide mm-hmm. our Easter baskets. That's so fun. And we come out. And we literally know that they have hid them. That's and really we all fun. run around. Yeah, obviously. So, okay, but yes, what about you? Tell no, us more. I love, I'm, I'm like have the biggest smile on my face because if you know me, I literally am giddy. I love holidays. I don't know what it is. I think I'm like a traditionalist in a lot of ways. I just, I love celebrating anything. I love a good theme. And so if Christian's laughing right now, Justin, it drives him nuts. Like, I don't think he realized it about me before we got married, but just like any holiday, I mean, even St. Patrick's Day, I think it's like so cute and fun and like- It is so fun. It's just a reason to celebrate life in a way. And so my family did holidays like pretty big growing up and like the Santa thing was pretty big and yeah, just made everything a big deal. We did the Easter bunny and the tooth fairy and like everything was celebrated. And so- I do remember there being kind of this like in the early 2000s, maybe 90s, this like general sense specifically with like Halloween, but for sure even like Christmas and Easter where it was kind of this thing of like, well, if you're a good faithful Christian, you probably shouldn't celebrate Halloween or you probably shouldn't, you know, let your kids really believe in Santa. Like you can do Santa, but make sure they know it's like not real or they're going to end up believing that like that's more important than Jesus, you know, all the things. And I kind of like think back on it and I'm like, maybe we swung so far that way where it created this like weirdness and this sense of like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, because even when we were thinking about this topic, we were like, okay, what should we talk about? What are like our people talking mm-hmm. about and yeah. literally one of the big things was like wait so how are you going to do holidays with your yeah. kids yes. and it was like wait why is this such a big deal I love that I want to be an intentional mother I want to be like an intentional and thought-provoking Christian I want to seek wisdom and think through things well but it is also like are we making this too big of a deal is it like really are we like exaggerating this but I do think that's just come from like years and years of the church like you know, in a larger scale, like way, I'm saying church, have we just made this like a kind of like black and white issue? And like, maybe it's not black and white. Maybe there is like a compromise you can kind of make in that. And maybe it is okay to have a Halloween banner. I mean, Samantha does. Yeah. So, so let's all judge Halloween her now together. And it has a big spider. And so if you want to never and listen to me candles again. in here. So it looks pretty spooky. 
But yeah, but like, yeah, have we turned this into actually being like a non-negotiable when like, no, maybe we'd argue that is actually something that you can kind of like negotiate and you can kind of like figure out a way to navigate through this, still keeping the lens and perspective of, you know, like, I don't know, the fun and the festive side of it and that this is pretend, but also like, it's also okay to have fun and to kind of like engage in that. So what does that engaging look like? Do you think, how do we do that? Well, Well, I mean, okay, Christian and I will say this a few times. Like, I have a daughter that's about to turn four, and Christian has her oldest is a three year old. So, we by no means are like in the throes of having for sure to like have hard discussions. I think I'm probably someone that will always have to like check my heart and like scale things back, like especially on Christmas or like making it this big. I just like already get so excited. Like, Emerson, I have an app on my phone where you can literally, Graham would actually love this, FaceTime Santa, and it like you put in their information and it says like, hi, Emmy. And like, you can put, what they want for Christmas and like say creepy. it. It sounds creepy, but I'll show it to you. It's like, it's kind of cute. It's yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. See, this is where creepy. I'm probably going to have to like, okay. scale back. But I think it is crazy like where I have felt really like judged sometimes for the fact that I would even like do Santa with my kids, which I was kind of like, I just thought everyone did that. And so I think it's something where we have to kind of, first of all, evaluate like your family. What do you want to do? First of all, like I do think that we have the decision to say like, do I want to make this holiday a big deal? I think at the end of the day, we have to look at the fact that like I was celebrating Christmas and Santa and making that part of the Christmas season a really big deal, but it was never like not known that it was more important that it was about the birth of Jesus and that that's why we were celebrating Christmas. And I think you can do both. And same with Easter and other fun things. It's like just because you want to celebrate a fun holiday doesn't mean that you can't teach the importance of that holiday from a Christian, like biblical standpoint to your child as well. And like maybe in a sense, parts of them like can go together and like, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I think you just kind of have to first evaluate like What does my family want to do? Do we like celebrating these things? Does it feel stressful to me? Financially, is that a stretch to me? Like, you kind of have to start sorting all of that out. And I think as a Christian, too, obviously, we're bringing in a lot of different things like Halloween and the Tooth Fairy as well. But I do think there is part of being a Christian is also like, in a way, we have to like celebrate the birth of Jesus and our Savior, but then also celebrate his like him rising and Easter and what that symbolizes and also like what we believe. And so I do think those two holidays, your family will likely, if you call yourself a Christian, be celebrating those things in your home. And so at what level do we put emphasis on what? And so I think that's the interesting thing. When Samantha and I started talking about this, how I grew up, it was always a very known thing that like, you know, we are celebrating Christmas as Jesus's birth. And what does that mean in our walk with Christ? What does that mean for our faith? And what a miracle that is. And so it was very much so we celebrated Advent starting, you know, normally like late November time, all through that season, we talked about it. We did Christmas devotionals. We talked about Jesus's birth, awaiting our Savior's, you know, arrival. And so it was very much so a known thing, but we also were able to have fun with Santa and go see reindeer. And yeah. And so I do think there's like a kind of like a both and you have to hold both of those things like open handedly to say like, how do we keep this the first and foremost, like reason for the season, Mm -hmm. reason for the season (laughs) sound like a cocktail napkin, but also more a good little Christian graphic tee. Yes. Yes. Reason for the season. It's not about the presence, but his presence. Stop. Do you want me to keep going? (laughs) 
<laughs> Anyways, but I do, I do feel like there's a way that we can do that well. And again, Samantha and I are talking about from having three-year-olds here. So we are not experts. But even like right now, I'm thinking about what have I done with Graham and what am I doing with him is like we are reading books mainly about Jesus's birth and about we have a devotional we read each night and we are reading the Christmas story as we go through the season. Do we also read books about Santa? For sure. And that is super fun. And I want him to have, again, that kind of like, I don't know, magic, like transcendent, fun, make-believe imagination side of his brain. Because like, that's what our faith is. Like, we can't see our faith. We can't tangibly hold that. And so I do think there is something in like a child's mind of even just in development, how do they learn how to like believe in something that they can't see and believe in something and like imaginary play. And I think that's really something like that God gives us and like allows our minds to do that because we literally need that in our relationship with him because we can't see him. Yeah. And Christian and I too are also coming from the standpoint, I have talked to so many people that I didn't realize were like very harmed by like finding out that Santa wasn't real or, you know, like really like traumatized by that. And so that wasn't our personal story. Maybe it would be different if I had felt like that was like really traumatizing to me or I felt like my parents had lied to me all those years, but it wasn't that. It was always just this like super fun thing that like bring, even to this day, like I just get giddy thinking about like fun memories I have of like waking up with my three siblings on Christmas morning and like seeing what Santa brought. And so I want to mention a little bit of like the extreme. So I guess since we're kind of in Halloween season right now, let me talk about that aspect. I think with those holidays, it can be, it's a little bit different because obviously there's not, I mean, I guess there is a religious tie. If you're looking at like some people do use the holiday of Halloween as this like satanic, scary thing. And I think if we're just talking about it in terms of it being like this really fun, like almost community type thing, like I know we always get with like seriously like 30 other families and get to like trick-or-treat together with all these little kids and like you know it is more this like fall just kind of celebrating this fun season and our kids obviously like love dressing up so I think that can go way far the extreme where you would say you know my kids will not celebrate Halloween we will not participate in things like that I mean I think we've both listened to a podcast from a Christian perspective where they basically were saying like if you're a Christian there is no reason that you even could justify celebrating Halloween and I think that's really scary in a sense because it's like you're almost telling your kids that we have to put such an importance on these like holidays do people probably sit and do some spooky things on Halloween like worshiping I don't I don't really know and I maybe I should know more of the history of it I in that podcast they like broke some of it down but at the end of the day like why can't we go trick-or-treating with our friends and family and like I think we have to be careful about not separating ourselves so much to where we're the family in the neighborhood that doesn't participate in the neighborhood like all the families coming out together because it's a certain day of the year and we're going to like stake our claim in that day being like super inappropriate. I think we have to like obviously do what's best for you and your family and maybe some children are more sensitive to things like that. But I don't know. How do you feel about that, Christian? Well, and I think it can come down to like, again, another example of this extreme is like we have heard some people say like, well, I'm not going to take my kids into Target or Walmart this time of year because I don't want them to see all the scary things that are in the aisle and the spooky like, you know, Mm -hmm. 
you guys know what we're talking about. They sit at the front door and guys, like scare people. Can I just say though, my three-year-old, maybe this is wrong. Maybe people will come for me. She loves those little creature things. Like the little, like, I mean, I don't think some of he them like, like holds ghosts. the candy bowl yes, and it's yes, like, like the you press a button fingers. or it's like, if you walk by, she will beg me to go back there and look at those at Target. And then I'm always like, okay, that's not real. Little She's weird. not scared just about kidding. it at all. Like maybe well, that's but concerning. I think some people would say, I mean, we've literally heard people say, we're not going to go into Target. We're not going to go into Walmart this time of year because we don't want our kids to see that. And I do agree. Yes, I don't want my kid to get spooked. But even my son this year, he's like obsessed with ghosts. And when we see those like little lawn blow up things, he's like, oh, mom, a ghost. Oh, a cat. Like he gets so excited because it literally looks like a giant balloon. Are you talking about the house on that one corner yes. that has like, yes. Emerson loves driving and like by we've it. purposely yeah. driven by multiple yeah. times. And when I say I'm like, ooh, so spooky. And we think it's funny. And he really he thinks it's fun because it looks like a giant balloon. And to that, I'm like, yeah, that's not an issue. Like, it's totally fine. And I always just say, oh, yeah, that's pretend just for fun. And I want to have him, I don't know, think of that in a fun way. And so I do think there is this like extreme that we can come to and we can really make it this like big ordeal. But then we also like read in the Bible, like we have to be a part of this world, but not of it. And so we are of a greater, we are, you know, like deemed to go to a greater place and this is not our home and we can't be totally obsessed about things that are happening here. So do I think we can like dive all in and be like, yes, we're going to do all of the things and celebrate all of these ways? No. But I also think like we have to be a part of this world. So when Samantha is talking about like us walking around with 30 other families to trick or treat, do I think that's wrong? Well, no, because like if anything, that's just us growing in community. That's maybe an opportunity for us to gather with our non-Christian friends to say like, we can do this together because we love each other and we want to be in community with one another. And we hope, and I hope that my actions and words and how I celebrate in that way and how I allow my kid to dress up as a construction worker and walk around and get candy from people is showing them that like, no, we actually have more in common and we can come to like a common ground and start a relationship off of like a place that we both agree. And that can just be as simple as trick or treating. Yeah. I mean, that, that's obviously like really kind of spiritualizing that experience. But I do think like that's how you can start in relationship with people. Well, and even as you're talking, I'm like, you know, some people might be listening to this right now and just thinking like, this sounds so crazy. Like, why are they even discussing this? And maybe it's because we have kids. But I seriously have been shocked by the amount of people that have like asked me how we choose to celebrate holidays, especially like the whole Santa and Christmas thing. And as Christians like really have polarizing ideas on this. So if you're one of those people that are confused right now, just hold on. If, if you have kids one day, like, or even if you don't, people are very, very, very opinionated on this. So I think going back to like the whole idea of Santa to kind of like pull through like why some Christians would really kind of view it as even wrong to celebrate Santa? Like what are some of the arguments people make? Well, I think the easiest one and the one I hear most often and one I consider in my mind as well is that are you going to accidentally like reprioritize the things about the season as well. Like, honestly, reason for the season. Yeah. Yes. But reason for the season, like, if we celebrate Santa, is my child going to prioritize and love Santa more than Jesus, Mm -hmm. essentially? And are they going to be excited for the Christmas season for the presents Mm -hmm. or for celebrating that our Savior was born, you know, and like is here now on earth as a human? And why are you laughing? No, I'm laughing. Finish your thought because it triggered a good thought from me. Go um, she's <laughs> laughing at me, guys. No, I'm laughing so I think at what I'm thinking about. I think yeah. that's the easiest thing. I think, you know, 
again, my husband and I, I do believe minds are formed and influenced at very young ages. And so as we even have a three-year-old, you know, we're walking into a season. So we've really only done two Christmases with our son. And at this point, we are trying to make it, we want it to be about Jesus. We want him to know that this is why we celebrate. This is why we can have hope. And this is like what we can do. And I think it's easy for a child to take kind of what maybe could seem boring about just like talking or reading a book about Jesus versus getting a present. And so I do think there's like a balance between making learning about Jesus at a young age really fun and exciting because he really is, again, not to be cheesy, but like he is the present that we get. And that is why we like to be generous as this season is because like he gave his life to us in human form. And that's really cool too. Yeah. Okay. So the reason I was laughing is because I think even as you were saying, like, is my kid going to end up loving like Santa more than Jesus? Like I'm laughing about that because for sure, maybe in the younger years, like in a Christian home, a kid would probably be more excited about the idea of like Santa and presence and they are of Jesus and it being his birthday. But like, as they get older, hopefully maturity. And as they realize that like Santa isn't real, like their faith, like outweighs the fact that like that balances out. And I guess what I was thinking about is we put a lot of emphasis on like, oh my gosh, if I do a big thing like that Santa's real, essentially for one month of the year or like one day, like hopefully your family and the way that you're choosing to live your daily life shows this overarching theme that your family submits to the will of Jesus. And you're constantly year round teaching your child like who Jesus is so that like celebrating something for a season shouldn't be so like off-putting that they would be like super confused because you're talking about Jesus every day of the year and you're incorporating him in decisions your family's making or, you know, in conversations you're having, or if you take them to church, it's like they're hearing about who he is. And so I think that's good for us to remember too. I think sometimes we just put a lot of emphasis on like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to like ruin their life if I don't get this thing right. And I think it is kind of like, yeah, doing it both, but for sure in the younger years, you might be more excited about the Santa aspect of it. But hopefully that is your No, but I think that's so good, though, because like, yeah, we can't put this much weight on these like, say, four holidays or whatever throughout the year. We can't really honestly think that those are going to like ruin kids if we do them one way or the other. If we are living to allegiance of Christ the rest of our year and the rest of our, you know, lives with our kids. And so, yeah, I do. I think that's an amazing point. Like, how are we displaying Christ and how are we showing that he is number one in our lives throughout the year so that these holidays really aren't, I mean, it's not going to be this like life-changing thing when our kids also get to celebrate Santa. And I do think that's like a really cool extreme. You know, I think it makes me think about too, that it is one of those things in our Christian walk that it is amazing that we get to like hope for a home that's different than this world. And so we are called to live lives that look different than people here. And so I think that's the other kind of like side of this too, that like, it's okay if I believe that like you are made the parent of your child specifically, you are the best parent for that child. And so, you know, God ordained that and deemed that. So we're not saying, you know, we're obviously talking in extremes here. We're not saying that it's not okay if you celebrate or don't celebrate or whatever or you're you choosing be here. If you're choosing not yeah. to. You know, we think everyone's like convicted of their own things. But I also think that we want to have this conversation to help kind of just make you think maybe more. You know, our whole podcast is off of like going there in conversation. And as we have experienced this in our kind of like friend group, we just wanted to have a conversation about it. And we would love to hear kind of your thoughts on what you're thinking too. Yeah. And I also love to hear other fun traditions that people do around the holidays. Like if you did 
something special with your family, let us know. Leave a comment on our Instagram post about this episode and just like share some fun things that your family did. Maybe it has something to do with Santa or the more like worldly made up traditions, or maybe it is something that can tie your kids like to a more spiritual aspect of it. But I think it's really fun to hear. At the end of the day, I think we all do it because it's about these traditions. It's about making memories with our kids and these special things. And it's like, I am sitting here with you right now just seriously reflecting back on so many good you know memories with my family on these holidays so we hope this was an interesting conversation if you came for like a answer yes or no sorry we don't have that for you because I don't think that would exist but hopefully if you think one way or the other this like Christian said kind of encourage you to put more thought to it or maybe you just feel settled and good about your decision and that's great too so this was a fun episode. Yeah, I'm like, we'd love to hear your thoughts. So make sure to share them with us. Because again, as we just have three-year-olds, we're curious to see even how we'll think about this in the future. So yes. let us know. We'd love to hear more. Merry Christmas. Hey, thanks for going there with us. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to follow along with us at Going There, the podcast. And it also means so much to us if you subscribe to our podcast and shared it with a friend. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.